Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rejuvenation's Health Radio on blogtalkradio.com. The show is brought to you by LipoLite Naples and your hosts are Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron. We are your station for everything natural. We are your station for information about slimming, shaping, and toning. We not only want you to live longer, we want you to have more life in those years. So without further ado, let's get on with today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Half Hour with Dr. Ron. I want to thank all of our listeners for making us the number one internet radio show for health information here in Southwest Florida. We are brought to you by LipoLite Naples, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road. Phone number there is 239-331-5886. Dr. Ron at Cryo Naples at LipoLite is now featuring whole body cryotherapy, a natural and safe way to prevent or eliminate joint pain associated with rheumatoid or osteoarthritis, muscle strains and sprains, muscle soreness and sports injuries, and fibromyalgia, one of the biggest causes of chronic fatigue syndrome and aches and pains, fibromyalgia. The sessions are only three minutes. It's a single private chamber and continually monitored. You're never left alone in the room. And uh, it is an incredible treatment, and as a side benefit, you will burn five to 800 calories. So it's a, it is a fast and convenient way to recover rapidly from injuries. So you can either call 239-331-5886 or 239-658-COOL. That COOL is 2665. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening. Before we get on with the show, I just don't want any of you to panic about the uh, headlines today about meat and hot dogs and uh, cured meat. Uh, It is only a headline. Uh, I have not had time to review the study yet. I don't know who paid for it. Uh, I don't know uh, where the financial interests lie in that study yet. I will tell you, uh, it would be more important for me for you to avoid hot dogs that have human DNA in them than uh, some of the things I've read today about meat. And we don't know where these studies where meat were done. Uh, They could have been done uh, where they use a lot of chemicals, like in the United States where we use antibiotics, we use growth hormones, we use all kinds of stimulants to make the meat grow faster. Uh, There's just so much we don't know about uh, all the processing. Uh, In Europe, you know, they don't buy our meat because we use too many chemicals in it. So for now, moderation, uh, good uh, organic grass-fed beef is a fantastic uh, source of uh, B12 and omegas, omegas, fatty acids. Uh, so don't don't panic yet. We'll have more on this next week when I have had a chance to look at the study details. Because remember, 
when they say there's an increase in colon cancer, they mean it went from 6% to 7%. And again, is this relative or an absolute risk? Well, if it's a relative risk, it doesn't mean much. If it's an absolute risk, it's still a small percentage, and we'll, I'll explain that to you next week. And next week, ladies and gentlemen, I thought we'd take some time and, and talk about the fibromyalgia and some of the work done by Dr. Axelrod and Tietelbaum, uh, because uh, fibromyalgia is a very uh, uh, common problem with, associated with chronic fatigue. Uh, the, the diagnostic criteria for this uh, disease have changed from a simple exam of finding 11 to 18 tender points to now a more multi-system involvement to be concerned about. Uh, there's also a subjective reporting uh, pain index uh, to diagnose uh, fibromyalgia. And now they finally, finally take into account the thyroid gland and inflammation and vitamin D deficiency. So we'll talk about that next week, and it will probably take a couple weeks to talk about it and to talk about the treatment for it. And uh, before we get into today's show, I want to talk about today a few of the uh, about aluminum, zinc, and magnesium. But uh, there have been some articles now written about biophoton light. That is the red light that is used at LipoLite for neuropathy. And it's uh, been used successfully for multiple types of neuropathy. And I just want to bring that to your attention. So, ladies and gentlemen, the chief source of the serious evils which affect man is man himself. And for Dante, homo homini lupus. Dante is a listener who is a Latin scientist, and to Dante, homo homini lupus. And one other quote, an idea is not dangerous unless it's the only one that you have. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're also really uh, impressed about our bodies, aren't we? Here's a few facts you might not know. Your heart pumps approximately 2,000 gallons. For our European listeners, that's 7,571 liters of blood through its chambers every single day. It beats 100,000 times a day so that it can achieve the speed of moving all of this blood. How many breaths a day do you take? Well, about 17,000 on average, and you don't have to think about a single one of them. Yet, if you want to stop breathing temporarily, you can voluntarily hold your breath a typical pair of adult lungs hold about six liters of air. Isn't this incredible how everything works together? Every day your body ensures you don't contract cancer thousands of times a day. Cancer is formed when cells are altered in a way which reprograms their DNA. And it's estimated that tens of thousands of cells suffer cancer-causing lesions every day. But the body sends special enzymes, 
scuttling around your body to inspect DNA for faults and fixes them before they turn into tumors. The amazing body. Your brain doesn't stop working. It's estimated that about 50,000 thoughts pass through it each day on average, although some scientists put the figure closer to 60,000. You know how many that is a minute? 35 to 48 thoughts a minute. The cells in your stomach lining produce an alkaline, that's basic substance, every few milliseconds to neutralize stomach acid. If they didn't do this, your stomach would digest itself because some of the acids are strong enough to dissolve metals. And one more uh, fact about our fantastic body. You blink 28,800 times every day with each one lasting just a tenth of a second. This is a voluntary reflex the body uses to keep the eyes clean and moist, which is pretty crucial given that 90% of the information you process is visual. And you can weigh up any visual scene in just .01 seconds. You know, consider how many people and objects you look at every day. Is that not just not remarkable? And most of your body's energy is expelled via heat. Your body produces the same heat as 25 light bulbs over the course of a single day. We'll go through the rest of these facts about our amazing uh, bodies and uh, how everything is going on and fits together so well. It's almost impossible to comprehend. Well, let's talk about aluminum before we get go go any further. If you're Italian, your parents probably uh, cooked in aluminum pots and made their gravy or sauce as you would have it. But aluminum turns out, ladies and gentlemen, to be quite toxic. Could something as simple as your deodorant be giving you breast cancer? You know, we probably should have, in addition to Breast Cancer Awareness Month, Aluminum Awareness Month, especially if you're talking about prevention, because the big pharmaceutical companies, the government and consumer product companies have been promising us and telling us that aluminum is safe. They're packing it into everything from our water. It's used in the water purification process to antiperspirants and sunscreens that we're slathering all over our skin. But there's some new studies that are alarming. And that is that aluminum is like rocket fuel to cancer cells. Too much exposure can put you on a fast track to cancer and could even turn a harmless tumor deadly. And that's why taking a few steps right now, you can protect yourself and your family and uh, maybe save yourself a lot of aggravation. When we're putting our deodorant on in the morning, the last thing we think about is whether we might be creating a deadly chain reaction, one that could even lead to cancer. 
but research is proving that many of us are paying a high price for smelling good and keeping our underarms dry. That's because lots of deodorants that you'll find in the supermarket are loaded with aluminum-based salts that are easily absorbed by our skin. So a British research team has been studying the effects of aluminum deodorants on breast cancer development for years. And it's not as crazy as you might think. After all, we're applying these deodorants just an inch or so from breast tissue. It turns out that the aluminum in deodorants can actually cause breaks in the DNA in the breast cells, the kind of damage that's like starting a bell for cancer. Even worse, aluminum actually interferes with our body's natural processes for repairing the DNA. In other words, these seemingly harmless deodorants can put you on the fast track to cancer, and the problem gets a little worse every time you roll on that antiperspirant in the morning. Even worse, the researchers found that aluminum-based deodorants can be even more dangerous if you already have breast cancer or have a small, relatively harmless tumor that you don't even know about. So in their latest study just published in the Journal of Inorganic Biochemistry, researchers found four different ways that aluminum might scatter breast cancer beyond the breast into other parts of the body, and it can take as little as five months of aluminum exposure for breast cancer to start spreading like wildfire. Think about it. How many years have we been using our favorite deodorants? Sometimes more than once a day. While much of this research has focused on aluminum and deodorants, there are literally hundreds of different products that can expose you to toxic levels of aluminum. But here are a few steps. Ditch aluminum-based deodorants. You know, there is, uh, you can just, you can search, uh, do a search on the Internet for aluminum-based deodorants and don't be afraid uh, to order online and uh, take that list to the supermarket with you. You know, I, I don't want to tell you to avoid daily aspirin, especially if you need it, if you've had a heart trouble, but for prevention, aspirin does nothing. Worse still, nearly all aspirins are buffered, and those buffered aspirins contain, you got it, aluminum. So be careful of aspirin that has aluminum buffers. And that that N-acid you take after dinner, the -the over-the-counter N-acid brands can deliver an enormous dose of aluminum. So you might want to try something natural like ginger or licorice for indigestion instead. And I'm recommending that you wear extra layers for sun protection instead of using a sunblock. Many sunblocks and sunscreens contain dangerous levels of aluminum. And I have told you about the EWG.org, the Environmental Working Group. They have a list of sunscreens which are not toxic. And it would pro- it would be a good idea for you to filter your water because a good home reverse osmosis system can pull the fluoride out of your water. And studies have shown that fluoride binds to aluminum and helps it cross into your brain. I'm not saying it does, but it could put you at risk for Alzheimer's disease. So 
Ladies and gentlemen, please be careful of aluminum. Uh, it is toxic to our bodies and to our brains. And, you know, just some common sense measures, and you can uh, eliminate that from your body. How many of you think about zinc deficiency? If you're low in zinc, what what would what would happen to you? Well, your immune system will be compromised because zinc is vital for immune function. It plays a role in uh, immune cells, genes, cell membranes. So if you're sick often or you're always that person that gets sick, that might be a major warning sign that you have a zinc deficiency. How about leaky gut? The number two warning sign that I'll tell you about zinc deficiency is if you have a leaky gut syndrome. That's a condition in which proteins can leak through the gut and cause inflammation. And that that's also related to food allergies, thyroid problems, and adrenal fatigue. You see, zinc has been shown to resolve permeability alterations and tighten leaky, leaky gut symptoms. Those of you that tune into our Thursday show have heard many shows on the leaky gut syndrome. The number three sign that I'll tell you about as a warning that you're zinc deficient is if you struggle with diarrhea. If you ever have loose stools and your stool is not firmly formed, that's one of the big zinc deficiency symptoms. Also, if you have inflammatory bowel disease like IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, gas and bloating, they could be warning signs that you have a deficiency of zinc. See, zinc supplementation has been shown to treat diarrhea in children, showcasing that zinc can be a powerful cure for diet for diarrhea. Number four on my list, thinning hair or hair loss. If you have thin hair or are losing your hair, zinc is an essential mineral that really supports thicker hair because zinc deficiency is often overlooked as a cause of thinning hair and balding. That's why zinc supplementation is a natural hair loss remedy. You know why zinc also supports your body growing and repairing and healing. And how about skin lesions? If you have any sort of inflammatory skin issues, especially acne, eczema, dermatitis, or psoriasis, all of these are warning signs that you could be zinc deficient. Therefore, zinc is one of the home remedies for acne that any acne patient should consider. Always talk to your physician or healing or health uh, expert uh, to replace zinc, but Zinc deficiency can be caused by stress. Chronic stress can kill your quality of life. Zinc can be a reparative mineral, but stress can knock it down. Overtraining, you know, that's probably the second most common cause of zinc deficiency is overexercising and overtraining. Triathletes, marathon runners, CrossFit athletes are some of the people that are most susceptible to zinc deficiency. Pregnancy and breastfeeding is self-explanatory. Malabsorption. 
Well, as we get older, we have a tendency to have malabsorption. So we don't absorb zinc properly and tend to have zinc deficiency symptoms. Now, there's ways to overcome it. I would like you to talk to your healthcare professional. But spicy roasted pumpkin seeds are really good for zinc. Sauerkraut, probiotic foods like kefir and fermented foods. So... The biggest zinc deficiency symptoms are your immune system, leaky gut, bowel issues like diarrhea, thinning or losing your hair, as well as inflammatory skin issues like acne. So that's uh, my, uh, what I wanted to bring to you today about zinc. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, take a couple seconds to uh, tell you about LipoLite Naples. If you're coming to Naples or if you live in Naples, Uh, If you want to slim shape and tone, if you want to get on a diet program, if you suffer with chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia, uh, Lipolite Naples has the Cryo Spa, the CryoNest Nitrogen Chamber, chamber, which is always monitored and can get as low as minus 240 degrees centigrade. It's the only total body uh, nitrogen chamber in Florida at this time. Uh, there are some other chambers in Florida. They are electric, and they only get to 80 degrees, minus 80 degrees. Now, just remember, an ice pack is uh, about minus 50, so this is a lot colder. And as I was reading today to prepare for the show, I came across an article titled Whole Body Cryotherapy and Fibromyalgia, and the summary was that The patients improved those in the control group and those in the whole body chamber. But the whole body chamber group improved 22% over the control group and their fatigue symptoms improved tremendously. The whole body chamber group also showed greater improvement in physical functioning, vitality, social functioning, and mental health in the pain reduction scoring that was used in this study. And it also reduced the cytokine levels. Well, the the cytokine is something that causes pain. And um, it can reset this level so that you don't feel so much pain. So whole body cryotherapy. Uh, If you're in Naples, you want to think about that. If you have pain, if you want to lose a few pounds, slim shape and tone, you want to think about Lipolite Naples, if you have a neuropathy problem, Lipolite Naples. If you're looking for a good neurological chiropractor, Lipolite Naples, 239-331-5886. So you learned a little bit about zinc. How about magnesium? Ever think about magnesium in your diet? Let me just tell you something about this. Magnesium has been found to be a significant independent risk factor for the development of type 2 diabetes. Multiple studies indicate that as many as half of the type 2 diabetics are low in magnesium, with research further showing that low magnesium levels are a significant contributing factor in many complications of the disease. Additional clinical studies, however, have shown that oral supplementation of magnesium to non-diabetic individuals with low magnesium 
improve their insulin sensitivity and reduce the risk for developing diabetes. Isn't that incredible? December 2010, there was a study published in Diabetes Care. They looked at 4,497 American young adults aged between 18 and 30 with no diabetes. Dr. Kim and colleagues from the UNC Gilling School of Global Public Health and School of Medicine investigated the relationship between magnesium intake and the incidence of diabetes and insulin resistance. So insulin resistance, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of type 2 diabetics have a lot of insulin. They're not like the, the type 1s that are born with it, that, don't, that can't make insulin. Type 2 diabetics have insulin, but their bodies get resistant to it, almost like an autoimmune type problem. So during this period, 330 individuals developed diabetes. The research team found magnesium intake to be inversely associated with diabetes to the point that those in the highest intake of magnesium were only about half as likely to develop diabetes as those in the lowest. So those who had the lowest intake of magnesium developed more diabetes than those that took the higher doses of magnesium. Furthermore, serum levels of magnesium were significantly inversely correlated with insulin resistance and measures of inflammation to further highlight the role of magnesium for optimal insulin sensitivity. In another study published in Diabetes, Obesity, and Metabolism in 2011, Dr. Morin and colleagues from the Institute of Sports uh, University in Germany assessed the benefits of oral magnesium supplements in non-diabetics, but overweight metabolic syndrome patients. That means they had high cholesterol and triglycerides in addition to their high sugar. Patients were given magnesium or just a sugar pill. Well, in the group that received the magnesium, there were significant improvements compared to those that received the sugar pill in their fasting blood sugar and measures of insulin sensitivity. So this is another study that indicated the importance of optimizing magnesium status even in those insulin-resistant individuals. In another study published in 2011 in the European Journal of Clinical Investigation, magnesium supplementation was associated with significantly improved ability of pancreatic beta cells to compensate for the decrease in insulin sensitivity. And we could go on and on and on. The bottom line with magnesium if you think magnesium is something you would like to add to your supplement regimen, you should talk to your health care provider. If you have type 2 diabetes, you, you want to have your magnesium level checked. And this could be uh, a great advantage in controlling your blood sugar. Well, you know, geez, a half-hour time, ladies and gentlemen, really goes goes quickly here. We only have a couple minutes left. I just want to... Uh, just give you uh, just a heads up. Some people take these drugs called beta blockers. They're like Indorol, uh, uh, anything to slow your heart rate down. Well, uh, I had a study here I wanted to just to share with you in the couple of minutes we have left. Uh, 
the, they, these beta blockers slow the body's response to stress, right? They slow your heart rate down, and they, they actually decrease your adrenaline. But it turns out you need this response to stress and trauma when you have surgery. So there, there was a study that I'll go more into it another time, the study of some 55,000 people that excluded heart surgery and looked at everything else. So you could say you're going in for gallbladder or whatever. There was an increase of complications such as stroke and heart attack and even death within 30 days of any procedure by a shocking 50% if you were on beta blockers. So please be careful if you're on beta blockers and going to have surgery. Make sure everybody knows about it and see if you definitely need them prior to your surgery. So, again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've talked about magnesium. we talked about zinc. We talked about beta blockers. And we talked about this meat uh, and processed meat uh, article today, which I'll report on next week. You know, and, and, and our basic philosophy is you should avoid processed foods. But we'll talk more about the meat issue next week, and we'll start our discussion on fibromyalgia. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember, all our shows are archived at blogtalkradio.com, Rejuvenations Health Radio. You can listen to any of the shows. Uh, the shows on uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and heart attacks has been listened to an incredibly number of times. Uh, you can look listen to these shows 24-7. So I'll see you Thursday at 1 o'clock and again next Friday at 4 Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for making us the number one Internet show here in Southwest Florida for health talking points and questions. And next week we will open the phones up at 347-989-889 for questions regarding fibromyalgia. So, ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude, I will see you next week. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.